should be good friends But that's all come to an end Hello, my beautiful listeners. Another week is upon us. And so here we are with another episode of We Are the Best of Friends Until We Weren't. This is Gabby Scott, and today we have Allison joining us. Hello, Allison. Hi, Gabby. So proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Just good, getting good. through the virus like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Taking it day Quarantine. by day. Right, right. <laughs> day by day. Yeah. So a question before we get right into uh, kind of the friendship that you had. So Allison is a mother and all of her kids have gone through high school already. And so with that and raising kids, do you feel that raising your kids and kind of guiding them through their own friendships, has this given you a different perspective on friendships or maybe even impacted how you operate within your own friendships? Yeah, I think so. I think there's a lot of lessons there when you're telling your kids, especially when they're little, um, like, you know, be nice to everybody and don't, I I think you have to kind of learn to, to, um, take your own advice Mm -hmm. and practice what you're teaching your kids because they're watching. Right. Um, and then as they get older, I think you, you've gone through enough as a parent and just as an adult that um, you can help guide them when there are issues. I also think, you know, everybody's girls and boys, and I think that it's much tougher with girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> boys, <laughs> <I guess. laughs> boys tend to, um, if there's something wrong, you know, I'm thinking more like elementary school age, but when they're that age, it's sort of like, they just, you know, yell at each other on the playground and throw a ball at each other. And then and it's over. over it. Yeah. Where girls take sides and There's you know, gossiping gossip and, yes, yeah. behind mm-hmm. each other's backs. And um, so that it's, I think a lot, gender plays a lot into that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Awesome. Like you said, knowing that your mother will be kind of important to know as we get into the story. So yeah. Tell big part me, of this. Right. So tell me about your friendship and dynamic with Gina before the friendship breakup happened. So we had been friends for a very, very long time since our kids were really little. Um, our kids are friends and um, we, but that even has changed a little bit. She and I met, our families became friends, our kids became friends. Um, we spent a lot of time together um, at each other's homes, pool parties, barbecues, um, husbands golfing. Everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of time. Okay. Together. And we're there for each other through, you know, different things that, you know, mm-hmm. both family, you know, everybody goes through stuff, always there for each other. Right. So, fr- so friendship of several, several years as well. Yeah. So with kids and everything. Yeah. Okay. So how did that end? What happened? Tell me that story. All right. So if I talk too long, just cut me off. Oh, you're good. Go ahead. Complicated. (laughs) It's a little, it's a little bit still when I think back on it and it's been a solid year, um, maybe close to a year and a half now, but I, when I think back on it, even I'm still like, that sounds so petty. Why did this Mm -hmm. happen? But, Mm -hmm. um, so in my job, uh, which is in sports media, I have to do a lot on Twitter. Um, Something came up on Twitter about play, kids playing in their na- for their neighborhood schools as opposed to branching out and going to a private school, playing sports, right? Okay. So um, something came up on that, and I commented on something about how, yes, my boys wouldn't change that for anything. But playing, growing up and playing with the same kids all those years was, um, you know, 
something that they just loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and this friend's kids had gone to private school and then the youngest had also gone to public school. Um, and they weren't happy with the public school, some issues that had gone on for her that weren't great. Um, and so she like kind of got mad about that. But, she, but the weird thing was, was she didn't follow me on Twitter. It's so weird how social media plays into these dumb little, you know, bickering things, but 100%. she, she didn't even follow me on Twitter, which means somehow she was looking at it, seeing it, and she made a couple of rude comments. And so I asked her to please not do that, that, that this is my job that yeah. I, at the time, especially primarily use Twitter for work only, not only, but 90% was related to work, which was always sports information. Um, and so I think that angered her. Well, I know it did. And then, mm-hmm. um, and then it happened again about a college team that she's a big fan of. And I mentioned that a game had been at this particular college game had been kind of boring. It was a playoff game. I wish it had been more exciting. And she said something else rude. And and I was, and so I blocked her. Right. I thought, you know, she's not even following me. I'm just going to block her. I can't have her commenting on my work stuff like this. Like it's inappropriate. And then she, she found out that I blocked her and, and she like went off on me. I mean, she went crazy off and, um, my two things, two things that happened in this conversation, it was all by text, Mm, which was the other weird thing. Right. Yeah. The worst. And, um, so she, she made the comment. um, So my, one of my sons had, uh, gone had played junior college football before he went on to play where he plays now in a division mm-hmm. one team. Um, so she said, she texted me and it, and it said, hashtag go Juco, like making fun of me, criticizing me, criticizing my son for me, for me posting a lot about his junior college football career. If that's something that's important to me. I like to kind of use, especially Facebook more as a journaling mm-hmm. of that. Of I do a lot of social media content for work. And so it's kind of trickled over into my personal life. And mm-hmm. I like to, that's how I like to document things. Plus I have family, grandparents, um, sister, my sisters, other people who like to see this yeah. um, and, and want to see what the kids are doing. And it's just a good way to do it. In right. Facebook manner, makes it right? easier. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so she commented, go Juco. And in a sense saying, you're a fan of your kid playing junior college football, like, right. like making fun of it and criticizing him. Mm. And so I responded and I said, um, and instead of getting angry, I thought, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let this make me mad. Uh, you know, she's being ridiculous. And I just said, you know, if it makes you feel better to criticize my son and a sport that he lives Love. and breathes yeah. for. Um, if it makes you feel good to do that, then that's fine. I said, but you know, I've always been your kid's biggest fan. I've done a lot for your kids when they needed me, when you needed me, when your one of your children in particular went through some really hard times and I was mm-hmm. there through it all, including doing a lot of really nice things to make it better for her. I said, you know, that's fine. If this, if this is what you want to say, right, I don't right. understand it. And I don't, I'm not going to match your emotion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I don't get any of this, but it's fine. And then uh, her husband has a golf tournament that he, like a family golf tournament mm-hmm. that he does every year. And my family's played in it. My, not my family, but my couple of my boys and my husband. And, and mm-hmm. so in the same conversation, that golf tournament had just happened. And one of my other boys um, was sick and not feeling well and didn't want to be there. And it was raining. And so he 
he left. Um, and he shouldn't have done that probably, but my, my husband shouldn't have let him, but he left mm-hmm. and she started going off on that also. And, um, you know, it, it just, it just was a nightmare. And, yeah. um, we haven't spoken since and it's been a year and a half that, that text conversation was the last time we spoke to each other. Wow. So there was never a sit down or, you know, it's been a couple months or weeks and let's just sit down mm-hmm. and talk about it. No. And we'd seen each other. We saw each other at Christmas time at a we, Christmas Eve. We go to a mutual friends Christmas Eve party, but nothing, nothing. And I know this is really hard on her husband. I can tell that he feels like bewildered by the whole thing, mm-hmm. but you know, it's his wife and he's not going to say anything. And it's just really awkward. And I, I don't understand it. And I've wanted to reach out, but I, I'll be honest, as a mom, this is where the mom part really plays into it. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were a little, we were mother bears and that comment was really low. Yeah. I would never, ever say something about one of her kids. I, I wouldn't even think it, let alone say it. Right. And right. so to kind of make fun of him or I don't even know if that's the right word, but um, to it's criticize level you don't, him like that. Yeah, it's a level you don't hit at all. No, no. no. I would yeah, been a fan of her kids no matter what they did, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Right, because I just think about my own mom, and I just, like you said, mama bear. Like, that just, there's a lot of things. Yeah. Like, come after me as much as you want, but once you come after my kids, we're now in a whole different ballgame, and that's something yep. that's not tolerated. Yep, and she knew, probably more than most, how much it meant to him, football meant mm-hmm. to him, and how much he was going to do anything he could to get where he is now and where he hopes to be. Um, she knew that for years she'd known that and she didn't want him to go there. She, she kept saying he's better than that. He should be going. In other words, she wanted him to give up his dream to go. The college image is very important to her where your kids go. Mm. That's all very important to her. To me, I want, I mean, he said, he said, I won't do this if you don't want me to. And I've said, this is your dream, not mine. If this is how you think, you know, you're going to get picked up by a bigger school, then do it. And it worked. You know, if it hadn't, I I asked him that too. I said, will you be okay if it doesn't? And he said, yeah, then I'll be done. But it didn't happen that way. It's worked out. And Mm -hmm. he's, but so I guess my point is like, it's his dream. Why does she care? <laughs> His dream is right, and Why it's my kid. It's not even your kid, right? Right. Um, and that I just cannot get past that comment. I just, yeah. I, I can't. I can I could. I think I could if she came knocking on my door right now and said, "Really apologize you know, for it and um, explain it more." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I guess I could, but she hasn't, and so I don't think she thinks she did anything wrong. And so, you know, I'm sure I've done things wrong in the friendship too. I'm sure I have. I know I have, mm-hmm. but. Um, I just so sad that it could end all those years after for something. So Off one conversation. Yeah. Cause even when I say it back now, it sounds so ridiculous, you know? right? but, um, it's, yeah, I definitely know. relate though. Cause that's one of my, that's actually based on the friendship breakup that even inspired this idea it was the same thing, just a really, really deep friendship. And it was a text conversation that basically messed up and like, same thing, things were really said that. I just was never going to get past because like mm-hmm. you're just taking shots. It's not because to me, a conversation between friends is okay. We're trying to figure out what the issue is. Talk about it, squash it, move on. 
then mm-hmm. it's a different thing when someone seems like they're really just trying to hurt you by what they're mm-hmm. saying, not trying to fix anything. Exactly. And that's what that comment did. It was meant to be hurtful. Mm-hmm. And you know what else it did? It made me think to myself, my gosh, this entire time for two years, you know, this is, this is his second year here, you know, finishing up at this junior college for two years. Has she been thinking this every single time, single time. I, I mm-hmm. talked about it or said anything? Is this what she, has she been secretly being like, <laughs> she acts like he plays for, you know. Right. So then what have you also been saying? Clemson or L- LSU. My, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think, is that what she was thinking the whole time? Like my friend, like, and, and, and I will say to this too, she never said, wow, he had a great game. Like never, I looked back and on you it think and about like, it. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I looked back and I was like, she didn't ever, now that I think back on it, she never did say, and I never asked, does mm-hmm. he like it? How's he doing there? What's, what's the plan? Never. Ever. You think back on the patterns now that the friendship is gone, you're kind of seeing everything. Like, this kind of makes sense now that really yeah. you weren't being supportive. Right. And I had seen her get really, really um, angry at other people for things that were um, surprising, you know, um, really surprising. And I don't know. I mean, it's too bad. It's just yeah. all really too bad. And I, I guess I shouldn't be that surprised now when I look and see, think back about, okay, well, when that happened, she was super angry at that family, that friendship ended. Um, you know, so this wasn't the first time and, um, it's just sad. Yeah, absolutely. So are the, do the kids still talk to each other? Uh, yes, they're, you know, and they're in the same friend group, which is a little strange, but they are. And so my son, he knows all my boys know exactly what happened mm. and they, um, whatever that, you know, they, they don't want to hear about it and I don't talk about it much, but they do know it happened. And, right. um, but yes, they're still friends. And in fact, she just graduated from college and I texted her and said, so proud of you. Love you so much. Congratulations. She told me how much you know, text me back. I love you so much. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know, on her birthday, I'm talking about the daughter. Right. Um, you know, same thing. I mean, I'm not, this, this isn't about the kids, you know, but she doesn't reach out to my kids, but mm. I'm not going to not reach out to, especially to the one of her kids that I'm the closest with and have known the longest. I'm right. very, I'm not going to. So you're able to separate it basically. Yeah. Separate yeah. the friendships and the relationships and like one doesn't yeah. have to correlate with the other. No. And kids shouldn't be a target and shouldn't have to be involved in it. So, so yes, they are still um, friendly, but he hasn't been over to the house. He won't go over there. Mm. He won't. They live in our neighborhood. Um, normally they would spend a lot of time together. I mean, it's a little different right now with quarantine and they're all home, but not really getting together. So maybe he would, maybe hard to tell. he would if things were more normal, but I, but I don't know. I don't think he would. He, he doesn't want to really see her, but it, that comment, you know, it hurt him too. Yeah. Yeah, because that makes him wonder also, like, the whole time where you just really not in my corner when I thought Mm -hmm. you were for a long time. Yeah. And just making a side note, I know a lot of athletes have listened to my podcast and will listen to it. People underestimate, undermine the JUCO route so much. And since I went to college, I went straight to Division One, but I've met so many people who went the JUCO route, and there's nothing wrong with it. 
mm-hmm. just like also want to talk with you about that because obviously like you had a son who went the JUCO route and then mm-hmm. being within sports I'm sure you've had other athletes and other perspectives too and just some people they just need that time to either figure out what they want to do or give themselves a better opportunity that wasn't necessarily there straight out of high school right so for him he went to um USD which is you know, division one football, but they don't, that's a non-scholarship program. Um, and he went there his freshman year, had a really good academic scholarship. He redshirted, which was fine. He kind of expected he was going to redshirt wherever he went freshman mm-hmm. year, but out of high school, it was the only team that he didn't have a lot of help with recruiting. That was mm-hmm. a, a problem. The football coach was leaving this, not just the school, but San Diego it wasn't very helpful. Even though I think he really believed in him, he didn't have a lot of help or kind of know how to navigate all of that. So Mm -hmm. uh, we did as much as we could. But anyway, so he went there, decided um, before the season was over, he was not happy there. It wasn't about the football program. It was more, he just wasn't happy at the school. Mm -hmm. It wasn't where he ever would have chosen to go. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful school. It just wasn't for him. And he, and I knew because he's the happiest kid, always a smile on his face. You know that. Um, and I could tell that things were not right. And he said, I, I don't think I want to stay here. And then that's when he said what he wanted to do was go to a junior college. He had found one up in orange County that he felt that he knew was really good at getting kids out to division one schools. And he said, this is going to happen. That's my choice. That's my, my opportunity. And so we said, listen, like I said, this is your dream, not ours. If this is what you want to do, go, go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Just be ready if it doesn't happen, you know? And, um, and he, and he had two incredible years there great, amazing coaches, teammates, made lifelong friends, things yeah, like, he like he loved it. With yeah. Juco. He mm-hmm. did. And, and you know, and I thought Juco kids would be coming in and out. You would never form friendships. That was not the case. These kids, there's a few in particular that will be lifelong friends. Yeah. And, um, he, he just had the best experience. It, there's nothing wrong with Juco. It is the route for a lot of kids. He, um, I was at the working the Super Bowl, and he called me and said, um, I'm signing a, a division one scholarship full, full ride. And I was like, mm. what? <laughs> he's like, ah. yeah. I said, but it's the first one. And he's like, I know, but I don't care. That's, this is what I wanted. This is what I asked for. This is what I hope for. It's That's in a awesome. cool city. It's in Houston. He's like, I get to go to a cool city. Um, better I than, know he loves you know, Houston. He, yeah. I know he, he loves Houston. Yeah. <laughs> he does. So it just worked out. He was like, I mean, it just, it all, it all worked out and the way he wanted and he had an incredible first year there and now he'll have his senior year this year hopefully um Mm -hmm. and uh he had an insanely great season and um you know so good things happened and and you know it was what was meant to be for him Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. he everything happens where he was supposed to be yeah a hundred percent so then obviously we covered of where you and Gina are now which is not speaking in the last year or so so based on that experience and then obviously even with your son everything that one comment what do you believe are the lessons that you learned from this friendship breakup i think mostly that you know it's forgiveness is a huge thing and you have to be able to forgive people but that doesn't necessarily mean that things will ever be it doesn't mean that 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 it's fixed and your friendship is fine again you can have forgiveness without that mm-hmm. um 
if she called me tomorrow and said, I need you, I'd be there in five seconds. You know, there were, there were signs and warnings along the way that I probably should have paid more attention to things that angered her that shouldn't have not with me, but just in general Mm -hmm. with our friend group, like silly things. And so I think um, paying attention to signs is, is really important. And then taking, I think taking care of your own peace of mind and, you know, mental health and all that kind of thing. And I think if you just think you can forgive, but doesn't necessarily mean you forget or that you have to repair it and you have to be okay with that. Yeah. And I think that going off that, I think people too, you're able to forgive people, but from afar, that does mean now they need to be invited into your life. We need to try to start over and be close again. I forgive you. I forgive myself in the situation, but this is the dynamic now and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And moving forward. And I, and I think, I think it's really important to you to concentrate on the people in your life who bring you, you know, everything's not always perfect and people go through problems, but I think concentrate on the people in your life who bring you peace and, um, and, and fun and that can be there no matter what it is and that are real, you know, it's just, it's important to be with people who are real and would, um, be, your biggest cheerleader for you, your family, your kids, and not kind of pick and choose when it's convenient, you know? Absolutely. And there's plenty of people like that in the world, plenty. Right. And unfortunately it can take a long time and certain experiences until you really figure out who those real people are. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be masses amounts of people. It, 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 you know, sometimes it's just a small tight group or, or, or one friend. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just one. It doesn't have to be in, you know, quantity. It's the quality. And I think that's something, especially like high school and college time when there's, you know, kind of like the popular friends, you're trying to find your group and like you get into college and everything. And still it can happen even when you're older. But I think that's something I know for myself that took a long time to realize, like, I love my core group of five to seven people that I know through everything have my back, have proven for years that they have my back rather than I want this big group. I want to be able to say, you know, all these 25, 50 people that I'm friends with and this person, that person's like, that group will be a lot more beneficial than having this whole plethora of people that probably don't even know you and you don't even know them to the deepest level and will really yep. have your back at the end of the day. hundred percent. And you know, it's funny when you're talking about um, high school friends and college friends, it, it starts all over again when you have little kids that start school. Suddenly there's the the popular moms and the, you know, the that's so crazy. Yeah. The, it never ends with each stage. There's a whole new like, group of that and it's just you just have to be you know always ready people yeah pick your people your people that that support and just I don't know I've gotten really really good I think at knowing who's real and who Mm -hmm. isn't um discernment yeah yeah, through work I mean you're gonna find it in work too not just not just kids but but work situations where there's you know different types of people so um, I think you get better with easy, you figure it out as you go, as you get yeah. older, I think, but, um, but it still can surprise you and hit you out of, out of the blue. Every once right. In a while, so. And I think it's also good for us as kids. I know even watching my mom through some of her friendships, um, and those situations that it reminds us, like you said, it never ends figuring out who really has your back when you get into work situations, when you become a parent, like you're always going to have to have that discernment. 
and just keep the people close to you that have shown always don't ever forget those people as you enter new stages of your life and meet new people absolutely yeah that is the truth well is there anything else you have for us no but this was really great and kind of great to talk through it too i think it um you know brought back a lot of i don't think this isn't something i think about every day anymore Mm -hmm. so um but you know, that hurt is, it's hard to let go of it, but I think I'm able to talk about it with less hurt, you know, yeah. more objectively, I think now. I think it helped me because like I said, your situation sounds similar to the one I went through, just same thing, kind of year, year and a half ago now. And when you, yeah, when you get to that, past that page, that stage of hurt, it's like, it feels a little better to talk about. And I think you see it more from what did I learn from it? And like, you can reflect rather than kind of that emotional hurt point where it's a little bit harder mm-hmm. to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, yeah, thank you so sure. much again for joining mm-hmm. me. I'm so happy. It was I really great to you. see you. I'm proud you of you. You as well. You as well. Well, thank you all for listening. And thank you again, Allison, for joining us. And we will be back. In the beginning, we were inseparable to become one. Now our season's over, absence is your trophy.